perfect timing. Massage happened. Man, since we skipped the week of um podcast, we're doubling up our alcohol percentage. God Man, damn. My wig. Oh god. I don't even want to look at alcohol after this weekend. You're <laughs> fucking <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Weddings, do's and don'ts. All I, heard, <laughs> all I heard was that it just progressively got worse and worse. I, you want to know how I know you are faded? The way they were walking you in, the, in your steps? Because I've seen people <laughs> walk like that at a wedding and like, ooh, she's fucking... Uh, y'all put this up. What's good? What's popping? Okay. Brand new whip just happened. Wait, should we pour the drink? The drink? I do not want any drink. I'll pretend to drink. You gonna be the sober Sally? Hell yeah, dude. Right. Okay, on Saturday at Kings River Winery. Week of podcast, we double up our percentage to uh, you know the Asian Four Locos, fourteen percent today. Asian Four Locos. Actually, I think a lot. I think they're like twelve huh? or thirteen. But he's at Asian Four Locos. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's what these are like known for from a lot of people. Hey, yo, Alden. They give me. They Wait. remind me of Coachella. Now, are you getting pineapple? Girl, <laughs> you want me to die? I'll get peach. Can I get pomegranate? I'll just get. Yeah, I'll get some pomegranate. Like I am the one struggling with this on now. Jesus, I'm Chris, you want pineapple or yellow? Whatever the hell yellow is. Hey, he's already wearing yellow, man. <laughs> just give me a couple. Actually, uh, pineapple. Pineapple? <laughs> Are we just drinking it straight? Yeah. Um, Is that what we're doing? All right. I, I forgot the mix, man. <laughs> when the night. There's some hoes in this house. Some I don't even know what I look like, house. but yeah. <laughs> Hey, let, me, yeah. let, let me get my. Oh, yeah, you got, you're supposed to shake this shit. You oh. didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my Just bad. Just goes. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Dude I actually get hella drunk on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to take my wig off. Just <laughs> <laughs> my grandma does that. <laughs> Just my grandma kidding. does that when she's drunk. She takes her teeth out. This is actually hey, really y'all. good. She okay, did. so I want to go pick up something off OfferUp. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was this lady waiting outside. And I was like, are you the one on Facebook? She was like, I don't know if she heard what I said, but she just got in my car. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not an Uber. <laughs> that just I've been there. Damn. That's yeah. scary. You know, Masashi, my mom, because like my family watches our podcast, they asked why you always wear sunglasses. And I'm like, oh, it's because most of the time he's hungover. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Not lying. Uh, I'm, not not, I'm not hungover like that, but. The last one you were. We've shot four podcasts, I think two of them. Yeah. yeah. 50%. Anyways, let's get the podcast <laughs> started in three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the 5% podcast. Um, I'd like to make a quick announcement. I got our podcast onto Apple Podcasts and onto Spotify. So, those, wa- those people that are watching on YouTube, you guys could listen on the car ride like while you're driving now without having to have YouTube open. And um, I like to say that the first four podcasts we had is like the pre-log, pre-log, what, is that how you call it? Mm-hmm. Good practice run. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a practice yeah. run for everyone Pilot. to have the hosting and then um, just for them to get the feel for it just in case like they want to host it at one point. But um, I like to say this will be the chapter one. I'll be taking over most of the host. Um, I'll probably have Cruz help me out once in a while. Um, other than that, I like to say let's just start it on this podcast on the real run. Like the actual run. All right. So what are we talking about today, Musashi? Tell me. Um, we got some questions from our viewers. Uh, so shout out to yeah. everybody who responded. Honestly, everyone that like actually throws in questions on our like Snapchat stories or not Snapchat, but like Instagram yeah. stories, pretty lit. I've seen a couple that I really liked, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll see them starting off with like the hard summer experience, but in my, my, in my view, I don't really have much of a story <laughs> to talk about unless Sabrina does, but. That's a damn lie. I heard you got some <laughs> okay. cars towed. Oh, I heard you don't yeah. remember day three. <laughs> Uh, I'm, here I'm here for these stories. I'm here for these We'll make this harsh summer story um, talks a little short. But yeah, day three, 
Um, we parked in Target parking lot, which um, like a thousand other cars were parked, but we parked there because day two we parked there and it was fine. Um, but day three we parked there. M mind you, we parked right next to Handicap, so that's probably one of the reasons too, but uh, we're a party <laughs> van, so we're like, we come out of the van, parked, we come out of the van, shotgunning like in front of securities and all kinds oh, of... They yeah. knew. Yeah. They, they knew. They were plotting. Yeah. They were plotting. Yeah. Anyways, we proceeded to day three. Um, I don't remember anything in day three because I drank too much. But um, yeah, it was a vibe. Masashi <laughs> was coming up to each and every one of us, and like it was like there's that vibe time where everyone's like getting the feel of the music, and Masashi they're going hey to all of us. <laughs> Why do I like? Why can I? I can imagine. I, yeah, the, I, I know that version did. of Masashi. Uh, I'm very happy that I was functioning <laughs> when I was blacked out instead of like dying and passed out. But nice I'm very happy. From what I heard, I was very functional. They didn't even think I was blacked out, but I was blacked mm, out. You can tell. I, was I didn't. Know, I didn't even know we took. Pic I, I didn't even know I had a solo picture on my friend's phone. So oh, there you that. go. Wow. He got the fit pic. He got it. Yeah, and so, then yeah. blacked out me was recording. So I, I was oh. enjoying like um, before I was going to bed. I was watching the videos. So I oh, feel like I was there. Yeah, good. but yeah, we got towed. But before we got to Target, we stopped by Walmart because we planned on doing an after party. So we spent like two, three hundred bucks on alcohol. Van got towed. We got the van back. Next, you know, all the alcohol is stolen from the whoever towed us. Mm -hmm. Can't you say something about that or no? Uh, I mean, at this point, we are. I mean, there's a K-Man X, so there's that. But I don't know. At this point, we're just like we just, we wow. just take the L because we already took the L. So what? <laughs> so, L. What, so what was the moral of the story there? Like, what would you like? Oh, yeah, more of the story. Pay twenty, thirty bucks for parking if you go to festivals, or um, just go early and get it for free. We went all three days. Left like at four no we would leave at like three and we parked on a street that's literally one street over from the nas center free parking every day because it wasn't even that early we just got good timing Ooh. yeah you guys went out there in the heat at that hour yeah girl let me tell you this yeah. out of all the hard summers i went this was not the hottest one at all really? i re really i really enjoyed like it was i thought it would be really hot that weekend. i was not it was rough i had a spray bottle with a fan and throughout the day, I was just pss, pss, every almost everybody in our group had like spray bottles, so we were all just like taking care of each other. It oh, maybe was that's why. Freaking hot. Maybe yeah. that's why. But um, if I were to rate this hard summer, um, I'll rate it as my second best one because my first best one, um, it was 2018. Remember? Oh That my whole God. lineup, that whole summer. lineup itself is like that was insane. You guys need to if it needs to top that, it needs to be top higher than that because I had we watched Excision back to back Nightmare and they brought Dude, out Slander. The we saw yeah, the benches came the out. Kazo.com. Okay, and um, who was the other one? Oh, Yoltron. Dude, I love Yoltron. And no. then that year was Kid Cudi, too. That was also, like, the first time we got, like, the first ever DJ Snake back-to-back -back Mala set. I'm not a big I, fan of that. I heard that that wasn't a good set. It was a pretty good set. It's like it's house. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I remember that year I was trying to get into the tent, but it was so, like, backed up. Like, there were so many people that were already there. Yeah. So, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but because we d weren't able to see them, I just ended up going to go watch Kid Cudi instead. Ah. Yeah, we went to yeah. go see Uzi. What is yeah. that, day two? Day two. That was, a yeah. that was one of the best sets I had uh, seen. I really no. Well, okay. Where you, where you guys were at, because I left. I knew what was going to happen. We left. I left. So, we, okay, we initially lost, like, our group. So, um, me and Lethal left our group, because we were, we were at, like, the pink tent, which is, like, techno house, whatever the hell that was. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of got boring after a while, you know? We're base heads, so we just needed more. Um, we left, took a break, and when we went back, our group was gone, so we were like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, we'll spend the rest of the day, like, just roaming. And we ended up bumping into another member of the group that was, like, looking for the group. So we were mm -hmm. like, all right, we'll stick together. And we 
hopped like five different stages trying to find the group. No way. And I think at the last one, it was Alice in Wonderland right before Lil Uzi. Um, he was like, all right, let's go to the front. Boom, we see the flag. So that's where <laughs> right, we, guys, find, we found everybody. Mind you, this, I, I wasn't even by the flag. The flag found me for some reason. Oh so my God. Was, <laughs> yeah. We like, <laughs> we made our way to the front, like towards, like, I don't know if you guys saw our videos. We had a really good spot towards like where the stage was. Mm -hmm. um, and there was like about an hour gap before Uzi started, starting getting crowded. Um, and it was to the point where people were trying to crowd our group. Like it was, we were in the back and the rest of our group was in front of us. So mm -hmm. I had my elbows out. I was like shoving people. I'm like, you're not getting through me. Um, then his set started. The mosh pits were right behind us. And, like, nice. it was, like, these big grown-ass men. The, like, four-foot girls that are, like, trying to mosh. So I was, like, elbowing people off. So was Litho. So was Serge V. Like, everyone that was in the back was basically handling the mosh pits away from the group. And I got tired of it. You know, like, if I'm trying to watch a set, for one, I'm not... I'm not an Uzi fan. I don't listen to his music. I'm kind of just there for the That's set. That's not you there. That's not no, you. No, no, no. She's like, it's I'm not there for the clout. Just no. to say I saw him. listens to Uzi, and so did the group. Like, if I wanted to, like, be with the group, it made sense. Because I, mean, I didn't care to Dude, see it, anyone else It, like, sucks time. when you want to see, like, different performers that yeah. are, like, at the same exact set time as, like, your friends wanting to see that person. Yeah. Because then once you go, like, once you separate from the group, it's like I'll see you at the car at the end of the yeah. Like, the Low key the though, like if you want to see somebody, go see them. Like there I was no like, one else at that time though. That's the thing. That's oh, why. That's why I didn't okay. care because yeah. like there wasn't anyone at that time that I cared to see. So I was like, oh fuck it. Like we'll see Uzi. Uzi yeah. mm -hmm. And it was like the set itself was so cool. Like he was he was fun. It's the people around that made it crappy. Like the experience itself was like shitty because I'm like elbowing people off of me. Yeah. So after mm -hmm. after Alice in Wonderland, yeah. me and my boys we left and went to our usual spot for like the. Like, the closers and stuff, all the way on the left side in the front. Oh. Yeah, because I knew that was going to happen because I had that Coachella experience where we were just getting not a good experience oh, yeah. in the yeah. crowd. So I left, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. we'll go over this. I think we went to see a set. I forgot who we went to see, but we are just headbanging for a bit, and then we went to go see Uzi. Mm -hmm. and Uzi no, it was really lit. Did anybody watch Sudden Death back-to-back -back with Murata? He was cool. That was day three, right? Yeah, it was yeah, uh, see, it was I was closer. Black, I literally blacked out the whole festival. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> dude, I wanted to buy a ticket so bad for day three. I was literally contemplating it, and I was talking about it with a friend. I was like, dude, let's go. And then I thought to myself, I was like, okay, I have to figure it out because I work Sundays at my job. So mm. I was thinking, I was like, I'm either going to pay somebody to like extra like maybe like 50 bucks just to work like a double so that way i'm able to go and then come back for my morning shift the following day jesus that's a yeah. mission Whoa. it was a good set i have to say it was a good set and like um i don't know if you remember beyond like years ago that that set where we saw dr fresh where you go down oh and yeah like, well that's where it was that's where his stage was mm -hmm. and it's like a race it's super what, open. what's like race car like a it's a race it's a racetrack. Race there we way. go. The yeah, speedway? yeah. It's a speedway. There we go. So it had stadium seats. So mm. we sat like on those away from the crowd, but we had such a good place to where like all the lasers are hitting us. We can see the entire stage. Like it was insane. It's it was pretty cool. much cosmic, cosmic Meadow from EDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it what is. it is. Okay. Uh, it was cool. It's a good set. Wow. Very cool. Very jealous. <laughs> Very jealous, actually. Right, so what's your guys' next one? Are you guys going to another uh, festival after that? Or what's yeah. Let's do Escape. No. no. I, escape line was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, to be honest. I want to do Escape. My friend bought me a escape ticket when I kind of did not want to go to, but now I, I'm going to escape. So if escape you guys, if you guys want to buy a ticket for escape, we could all go together. Looks but like I, we're going to escape. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'll be on Nocturno because it's in Glen Helen, and I kind of like the li lineup. I get to see Rehab again. Mm. Dang, I haven't even. Wow. You see, you seen Rehab? Yeah. You seen the Afrojack back to back Rehab? They haven't played together for ten years. It's been a that while. But when escape twenty nine thirtieth or what is it? Uh, escape, it's yeah. Twenty eighth and the twenty ninth. But escape <laughs> has a escape has a lineup of Alesso and Martin Garrix. They're coming to the West Coast for once. Alesso, so, yeah. yeah, they're coming. You watch to, Alesso? 
you realize how old I am, right? Like that? I don't yeah. know. It's really simpy. No, what? Alessa? No. I'm gonna that's take how you, this for the person. You know that tent like is like she's we like a, a junior. Bro, oh, that's how you. Know. <laughs> I'm gonna take this for the person that's complaining about mosh pitting at a little Uzi oh, set. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like that. We would have been moshing. But anyways, I think <laughs> yeah. that'll conclude for our hard summer experience because hashtag throw Naomi in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. But yeah, since um I'm back being a host, I would like to um. I like to play a personality game with these. Um, actually, I want to do a personality test since oh we all. I don't like these. Since I'm scared. For everyone to get to know oh. us, we're gonna do a test. Um, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> That's the counter Potter test. We'll do our test. Get to know what our five like top traits are. See what the orders are. But yeah. Um, oh like cool. To, I like to get that started. I brought some papers and pens. Oh nice. Oh hold on. Yeah. Okay. I didn't study. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to have a quiz today. Yeah, it's called the Big Five Personality Test. I get it. School starts next week, but you didn't have to start this. Ooh, I thought it was going to be the rice purity test again. No, uh, <laughs> I, I, I figured you guys didn't. I wanted I to do that with you guys one time. but um, Damn, there's statistics and everything on here. Yeah, but so. it, was that to like cover Jesus. up? Like, oh, is, it, is, is it two papers or is it like? Oh, it's a whole package. Yeah, it's a whole package. It's three oh, pages. Huh. You guys see that? Like there is literally a graph yeah. on there. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to be the one to say it, but I sold you. I can't do this. Why? It's, it's good. so strong. It's strong, bro. The you, better, you better chug it. The pomegranate one's good. She Are talks you? like this because she doesn't drive. So she doesn't have to yeah, worry about driving. Why drive. am I being attacked today? Damn. That tastes like church wine. Like, <laughs> we're drinking it like this. Am I the life of a party? Damn straight. Have a rich vocabulary. No. Have difficulty understanding abstract ideas. Masashi's going to put a one on number seven. Dude, you guys are fast. I'm on five. <laughs> I have rich, but Cruz, you better put a five on that. What? On five. Oh, you know I have a great one. My vernacular is pretty great, if you ask Vernacular? Me. Is that an actual word? Just make sure you mark one. <laughs> 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 oh, 12 insult people? <laughs> Don't talk a lot. You better put a one on that one. Cruz, you better put a five on number wait, 12. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wait, I'm a one on that when I go out? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay, then I'll put a two. I'll put a two. A vivid imagination. I'm interested in people. I'm not interested in people. I knew you were going <laughs> to do a one on that one. I keep putting <laughs> threes. Yeah, That'll probably say a lot about I was like, your, uh, oh. Sympathize with other feelings. Seldom feel blue. Keep yeah. in the background. Is that depression? <laughs> Have difficulty with depression, symbolic. Well, are we cheese muscles or not cheese muscles? <laughs> Feel comfortable around people. We started cheese muscles. She's meandering about somebody else. <laughs> like I, yeah, I heard, I heard the real scoring gonna be that good, eh? Dude, I'm putting some low numbers. Not gonna lie. Have excellent ideas. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have little to say. Hell nah. Have a soft heart. What heart? Is it like? A bigger number means. Oh wait, yeah, that's. Hey, no, that's you, nah, you can't cheat. Yeah, you can't cheat. You I was just checking. By one. You're that person that takes the test multiple times to get the answer. <laughs> Dang, number twenty-one. Oh, it's like if I start a conversation, that means I'm kind of interested in you, you know, or like we just had to, we haven't caught up in a while. Spend time reflecting on things. Five. Don't get, like to draw attention towards myself. Two. Towards. I love being right. the center of attention. Change my mood a lot. It depends how much I drink. <laughs> I saw Life of the Party. That's the first question. I was like, do I bring up this weekend? I don't know. Aww. I don't think the Life of the Party falls asleep. In the <laughs> <laughs> what if I have a negative number? That means you're really bad. You God damn. Damn, bro. I got some low-ass number. Four? <laughs> oh, shit. Did you add the 20? I don't look at you yet. Did you yeah. add the 20? Yeah, I did. Jeez. 
God damn, that's so too strong. Dude, didn't we just you we said that you were like, no, it's not. Yeah, I got warm. I feel it's warm. like it goes down. I'm like, oh, I'm warm. I feel like I like disinfected my whole like. <laughs> it was trace of COVID or monkeypox just got like erased from my body. Mine too. All right, so we all finished our personality test, and this thing's going in my mouth when I talk. But um, <laughs> you want to talk down about the five trace crews? Yeah. So pretty much, um, what this test says it does is it measures you in five different um, traits. So it's extroversion, uh, which is the personality trait seeking fulfillment. Uh, from sources outside of self or in the community, high scores tend to be pretty social um, and all that stuff. Agreeableness, so it reflects on your individuality. And usually individuals adjust their behavior to suit others. High scores are typically polite and like people. Low scores tend to be like tell people how it is. Um, consciousness, which is the personality trait of being honest and hardworking. High scores tend to follow rules and prefer clean homes. Uh, low scores may be messy and cheat others. Neur uh, neuroticism is the personality trait of being emotional. And then the last one is openness to experiences. So it's the personality trait of seeking new experiences and intellectual pursuits. High scores may daydream a lot and low scores are pretty down to earth. So I think maybe it'll be smart if we like say our highest score and say our lowest score. Yeah. Yeah. What's your guys' highest score? My highest score was um, extroversion and open to experience. I got 31 for both of those. My highest one was openness to experience. I scored 35 on that. And then my lowest was neuroticism. I scored six. Ooh, Ooh. So my highest was openness to experience. My second highest was extroversion. They were pretty close. Um, and yeah, for saying our lowest, I think my lowest was uh, neuroticism. Oh, my lowest. I forgot to mention that. Mine was consciousness. I feel like I did the first one wrong, but okay. Um, my <laughs> my highest score was um openness experience, which was a twenty six, and then my lowest one was a extroversion, a number of four. I feel yeah. like you think you're a lot more introverted than you are. I don't know. So introvert maybe, is maybe I'm no so like maybe I'm like more introvert with like the people I don't know like when I see them, but then like maybe I'm more extrovert with like people I'm like that I know and that know me. Because everybody that I know knows Musashi somehow, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> but then also it says, too, it's like, while low scores prefer to work on their projects alone. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Just, I feel like is like, very independent at some point. Yeah. Uh, behind the scene. So how do you guys, like, feel like these reflect on you guys? What would you guys do for agree uh, agreeableness? <laughs> I got 24. 29. I got 19. Oh, yeah. Thank Low you. scores tend to tell it like it is. Tell <laughs> it like it is. So for consciousness, I got 23. That one I got my lowest. I got 19. What does the low score mean? Low score may be messy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you cheat on others. I don't cheat. I mean, Not cheat, cheat on, cheat others. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. I'm really messy. Like, I'm actually really messy. It takes me like a week to be like, all right, it's time to clean. Yeah. yeah, I've never yeah. seen it in your apartment. The though. basket of laundry, that'll stay there for a week. It's yeah. not going to fold itself. My oh, laundry's yeah. like, I I mean, you guys have seen my closet. I have, a, like, a ton of clothes. I wait till, like, my like my hamper builds up, 
And then I'm, as soon as it's overflowing, then I'm like, all right, I'll start washing it. Because I have a ton of clothes. So it's like, if I don't need what's in the hamper, then I don't care for it. Dude, I'm like, I, once I'm down to like, I think maybe like the last four pieces of black clothing that I own, then mm -hmm. it's kind of like, all right, it's time to do laundry because <laughs> I do not want to wear any other color other than black. Yeah, when I'm low on socks, I know it's time. <laughs> for narcissist? Oh, neuro, neuro, neuroticism. Neuroticism. I'm, I'm bad with vocabularies or reading. Um, I got 23. I got 21. I got six. <laughs> no hard. Damn. Damn. Yeah, we got a 17 on that one. Uh, before we move on, um, I think we should just like go down the list of like what our numbers were on these things. Like, if there's like a interesting ones you guys want to hear about each other. Let's start off with number one. Would you guys score yourself as um the life of the party? I put four. I put a three. I think I've like surpassed that like peak to where I. Like, I put myself to be the life of the party. I'm kind of just the, like, the spectator now. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm five because I feel really bad if I walk into a whack party. <laughs> um, yeah, like, a party's kind of whack. I always feel bad. I'm like, damn, this is somebody's party. Ron is just out here dead. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, maybe, like, yeah, maybe I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm like, ah, fuck it. But, like, I'm usually like, all right, let's make it litty. I put myself down for four. I, can see I mean, I can see it. I mean, after this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who what blacks out at 8 p.m. at a wedding? Who, <laughs> Love that. Um, what did you guys put for number seven? Well, seven. Am I interested in people? One. I put a three. I mean, put yeah, you're taking, so. <laughs> I mean, that's why I I put sense. a one just for the fact that, like, sometimes I, like, people tend to tell me things and I really don't care about them. Like, I'm just like, yo, like, that's cool, but. I just put a two just because, like, if I am interested in someone, it'll be like, just one person, but I, yeah. I'm rarely interested in that person. I feel that. I feel that. That's real. I feel like that oh, comes wait, up every podcast. that's how we're supposed to answer it? Oh, that's what I thought. I thought it was just, like, people in general. Like, oh. I thought people in general. I didn't think of it, like, in a romantic sense. Like. Oh, okay. I've put three just because I have to talk to people, like, every day. So I have to make myself seem like I'm, like, engaged and interested in the conversation. If not, I don't make any money. Mm. I think that's why I put one, too. I didn't put it in, like, a romantic aspect. It's just working retail. It's, like, every conversation is kind of robotic. Like, it's mechanic. Everything that I'm, like, like saying. service in general. Yeah, oh, I, just, yeah. I just keep that as, like, yeah, I repeat the same conversations over and over again. So I'm, like, I tend to, like, not care for conversations once I'm done. I'm, like, uh, right, it's hard. One more before we move on. How do you guys feel about this one? Uh, 33, you like order? Yes. Like what? I have like to things have a in order. You, you like, mess you, up my routine. Yeah, and you I like structure. Like, you like so systems. You so like your life order. Anything. Yeah. Like day. Anything. I put a two. I put a three. I put a three. I like my routine. I think, I think order is important. Sometimes I wake up like a shit. So, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, so that was that, y'all. Um, I'm pretty sure Musashi will link it below if you guys are watching on YouTube. <laughs> Take uh, so the personality test and let us personality know how you says. guys scored. See how y'all do. Be interesting. Actually, there's a website right here. Actually, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, see, that's insane. Cool, so check it out, y'all. Yeah. You can take this home and give it a little. <laughs> my personality test? Like, babe, look, I don't cheat. <laughs> a lot of people ask me this on my Instagram story when I ask for a question. I don't know why, but I was asked, um, what kind of toothpaste do, toothpaste do you use? Mint. Spearmint. Yeah, uh, for some reason I was being asked that a lot. <laughs> Does anybody use anything but mint? No, well, I, I, I brand. Do, yeah, brand wise. Oh, Colgate. Colgate? Mm -hmm. What do you the use? Optic white. I use, um, I use a Japanese one. Oh. I, yeah. I, I just so so I brought back <laughs> yes. a lot. I brought back like twenty toothpaste from Japan. So twenty. Yes, Musashi. Okay, I don't know about toothpaste. I haven't used that, but the stuff Musashi brought me from Japan, that loofah. Oh. Uh, my favorite loofah to like this day. I need <laughs> another one. That, that only cost me like a dollar fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. You know, how you usually get the loofahs and they're like in balls. Mm -hmm. It was like a washcloth, but it had like the loofah texture. 
Oh, and then it like takes off like the dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, dude, I that thing hella scratches. Exactly. Yeah, no, hey, it works it, though. Yeah, I mean. but after you like after you break it in, it's it's cool. Um, but tooth, what do you use now? Toothpaste. Yeah, the optic white. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you use toothpaste. <laughs> now I use the what is it? The 3D white, the crest one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice to go on the purple one. And then along with that, I was asked what, or what my whitening routine was. I really don't do that much whitening routine. I just do my dental whitening mm. once, no, twice a year. On December and June. I want to get my teeth whitened, but I've heard that it like doesn't it like break your enamel, like make it more sensitive. Uh, it I mean, does. But I mean, it's sensitive because you don't floss. If you floss every day and stuff, it makes your gum and those things like used to it and it strengthens it. But the enamel's the like the layer of the tooth, like uh, the thickness of it. It like basically like shaves it down. I mean, you could change it to once a year, but my it's not often you do anything. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I've been asked a lot about my teeth for some reason. Oh, so you do get whitened? Me? Yeah. I mean, I haven't done it for like two years, but. Oh, but still, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I used to, like, since I was like a little kid, I've been. Really? Was, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, well, maybe that's why my teeth are always white, but. It's not that white now, do but. It, like the natural way, you can use um charcoal pills. Oh, yeah. So, you, you know what I'm messes char- up your teeth? Like, hella coffee. Coffee will give you the yes. teeth of a founding father. Like, Jesus. Dude, I drink coffee every day. That's literally uh, like yeah. my biggest problem mm-hmm. all the time. I drink yeah. coffee every day, but like, I just down in one gulp, though. Yeah. I don't have time. People always say they're like, oh, drink it with a straw if you like. Are that worried about your teeth? I'm like, girl, I need to just, I need this now. I don't have yeah. time to look yeah. for a straw. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, next mess. question. Next question. Um, actually, I just came up, with, came up with this question. Um, well, I didn't come up with it. Um, so a couple of days ago, like two days ago or so, I got a phone call at four in the morning, hella random, but it was just a, and then a question was asked, "What is happiness?" Damn. So, like, the way I answered it was, like, it, it had me thinking, too. It's kind of weird to be thinking so hard at four in the morning, but mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, to be content with something. Like, to be content with your life and be happy. But, like, what my friend said is, like, happiness isn't always forever. At some, at some, ah, at certain point, that happiness is going to go away and then the bad is going to catch up. So, it's pretty much playing, like, tag or catch up. Mm-hmm. So, and then that got me thinking it's like the yin and yang, you know? You, like, you can't always have the yin. You can't have the dark yeah, without the light. Yeah. 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 But, like, so, and then I answered back with, um, so, whenever you're feeling some sort of happiness in your life, no matter what, um, embrace that moment you have and cherish it because that's not going to be forever. Yeah. Like, same thing with, like, going with, with like, relationships, like, you're happy in a relationship, but, like, you're not always going to be happy. There's always going to be some sort of, like, small things of argument going on. And then that's, like, the bad catching up to, like, the happiness. But you're always working along with it. And that's what that's kind of the way I was thinking. Yeah, so what's your guys' take? What do you guys think happiness is? I think it's, like, the same kind of mindset. Like, happiness, as, like, amazing as a feeling as it is, it's kind of a battle. Like, Every person has, like, a different source of happiness. Like, mine is, like, the satisfaction of others makes me happy. Like, I tend to battle with myself to figure out, like, whether or not I am happy, like, stably, mentally and all. But I think I gain satisfaction knowing that, like, I give that feeling to other people and knowing that, like, I have that reaction um, myself. I Like, I think from what you said, like, enjoy the moment when it's there I tend to just, like, wave over it and forget, like, when I am happy. And I'm a type of person that, like, looks back and thinks, like, damn, I miss, like, those moments. I miss, like, when I was happy. Because I'm, like, a really stable person. But it's hard battling, like, happiness. Because when I'm stuck in a routine that doesn't make me happy, I look for those moments to where, like, I could be. If that makes sense. 
It's because, like, you're so happy at a moment. Like, you're at, like, let's say we all go to festivals. So we're at a festival. We're all at, like, a highest point of happiness. Mm -hmm. And then you go home. The next day happens. I think the worst feeling for me is after a festival is, like, checking out. Because you got to wake up so damn early, pack. <laughs> I freaking hate it. No, but, um, no longer happy And then, the like, situation. all the happiness yeah, just goes down. It's, like, like down. Like <laughs> yeah. Dang. What about you, Naomi? I don't know. I feel like it's, like, really hard to pinpoint exactly, like, what my happiness would be. Because I am someone who is depressed. And I do have depression, so it is, like, it's always a battle of trying to, like, figure out what point in life you actually do feel comfortable to say, like, hey, you know what, I am genuinely happy in this part of my life. Because then in some other moments, like, it could be super quick, and I have, like, those drastic mood changes where it's, like, okay, like, this was great, but I already know I'm anticipating the bad because I'm going to have some form of relapse when yeah. I get into, like, my episodes. So it's really hard to say, like, for me, like, oh, this makes me happy. Like, yeah. this is, the like, the one thing where it's, like, in that moment, like, this is all I needed, you know? For me, a big thing, I think, because, um, yeah, I think that's really true, like, especially when you're struggling with stuff, because, like, I know, like, what's the word for it? Like, I think happiness is what you don't have. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's the kind of the path. Like, you guys remember, have you guys watched the movie Soul, like the Pixar movie? Yes. yes. Oh, so that movie. So that movie cried. really resonated <laughs> because it talked about how, like, happiness aren't things or, like, they could be accomplishments, but it's usually not the accomplishment itself. It's, like, the path to get there. Mm -hmm. Like, I know one feeling I always talk to people about because I know like, everybody goes through it that goes to college. It's like that after college little depression you get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it's not the diploma that made you happy. It's the path that got you there that did you know, and being yeah. able to look back at like that Like, finally being done. Yeah. Like that stress and everything that you felt within those, like, four or five years that you were in school. It's, like, mm -hmm. all... It all washed away, but then now it's kind of, like, shit, like, now what? Like, what am I supposed yes, to do? Yes, because that was your goal for so long. So, mm -hmm. I think, kind of like what Sasha was saying, like, it's it's the back... It's the, you know, the yin and the yang of it. Because mm -hmm. it's not exactly the accomplishment that made you happy, but it's what you went through to get to that accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, personally for me, like, I know my happiness comes from doing things. So, like, for example, like, I'm a teacher, so I had, like, this whole, like, July off. And I'm not going to say, like, I was in some blues, but I had my little, like, summer blues. Like, I didn't, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, like, doing the work I usually do. Um, so, it kind of didn't give me that purpose. But I think, like, doing stuff kind of gives you purpose. Like, and it's also kind of a mindset, I feel. Um... Cause like I don't giving yourself goals. Yeah, like, like one thing I used to do is like I used to be like, oh man, I have to go do this. But like when you change yourself into like, oh, I get to do this. Like you know, like I know sometimes you know I get. Uh, I don't want to say I take it for granted, but I remember at one point when I was DJing, like I wanted to have all kinds of wedding gigs, and then some days I'm like, ah oh, damn, I have to go do a wedding today. But it's like nah, like I get to do a wedding today, you know. And I think that paradigm shift in your head kind of like programs you. Like to, changes your perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you have to kind of have that kind of thing. Like I mean. I'm going to L.A. to DJ for the Dodgers. In my head, I'm like, God oh, damn, I got to drive to L.A. But on the other <laughs> part, I'm like, I get to drive to L.A., you know, and say to DJ for the Dodgers. Like, yeah. anything that could be happy can be turned bad. But I think it's, like, up to you to, like, choose. Like, what do you want to be? Like, I don't know. That's my dumbass song. I, I think an <laughs> another thing that makes happiness as hard is, like, self-manipulation. Like, I know... A couple years ago, like, I was, I had, like, a huge friend group, and I was always doing things that, like, I wasn't proud of. Mm -hmm. I was doing things that I thought was, like, fun in the moment, doing things that, like, I would enjoy then, but, like, fully regret now. Like, there's oh, so much that I look okay. back on and think, like, how was I, like, happy? I look back at, like, the mental state that I was in then, and it's just, it sucks to think, like, I was, like I said, like, my, satis my happiness is from giving, like, others satisfaction, and now it's, like, to look back at those things, I'm, like, I was satisfying the wrong people. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of sucks, like, FOMO is a big thing. Like, seeing people, like, do a lot. And, it like, if I'm not doing anything in that moment, I'm just, like, damn, well, like, what am I doing? Like, it just sucks to, like, have that, like, perspective. 
but it's just like like a lot of disappointment ends up messing up someone's happiness like if you're do you have that now no not anymore i think that's why i'm like so much more of a homebody because i enjoy like not having to push myself to do things I don't want to. Because I know, like, I used to love going to parties. I used to love being the person that's, like, on the stage dancing, getting the center of attention. But it's, like, if I go now, more than likely I'm the person that goes and socializes and talks and then leaves early. Because I knew back then, like, I was just doing it for someone else's attention. Mm, got it. I mean, yeah. I think it's safe to well, say that you grew up and then you could, like, you have that experience and you're reflecting back on it now. Yeah. We all have that mm. moment, like, we're, like, Partying like crazy, and the then show's over. and now yeah. like now like when I see you at a party, we're like we're uh, we're just standing next to each other, just like <laughs> watching everyone. We're like yeah. we're like hey, that used to be us. It's weird being the older people now, like seeing like I don't I mean, mind. <laughs> I do not. I mind. mean, I'm still young, but it's like weird seeing like the kids. I'm just like, yeah. damn, that's that's where I was at. No, I get it. It's totally different. Um, like I remember when uh, like you know I was first starting on the scene, like in like the you know DJing and like entertainment stuff, and like people I would go ask people stuff, and then I have people asking me stuff, and it's like. It's different because, like, you don't think of yourself like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big thing. Like, like you're saying, like, your own mental stuff. Like, one thing I dealt with for a long time was, like, imposter syndrome. Oh, like, gosh. feeling like, oh, damn, like, am I doing this? Do I really deserve this? Like, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. you just look at yourself as you. Yeah. You know, everybody else looks at you with a different lens. And, like, I don't know. One thing I kind of learned talking to other people and seeing how they don't see how amazing they are. It's like, damn, where am I, like, cutting myself short? Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need some more soju for this. Still talk, like, man. I'll never forget the one time Sabrina had mentioned to mentioned it to me that had someone was, like, someone just ended up talking, like, all these great things about me. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't even, and I feel bad because I never really knew who these people were, but they saw me in that kind of light, and it was kind of like, oh, like, let me not get big-headed, but it's like, oh, okay, like, you know, that's really cool that, you know, like, people have, like, that. Such like, high regard yeah. for you, yeah. yeah. That they do, and then it's just kind of like I didn't like obviously like maybe I don't see it in myself because I don't want to be that person who's like full of themselves. Yeah. But then when you see it, like other people recognize it for you instead of you trying to think that oh I am this person. It's pretty cool. Nah, definitely. When you guys get in like a slump, is there like a designated person that like you feel can help you out, or do you try to figure it out on your own? I do have a designated person, but try not to talk to each other a lot. Is it like you only talk to them for like for that reason or No, it's just I mean when we talk we talk but for the most part we just I mean I we really talk to each other. It's like maybe once twice a month. Yeah. But if I were to go to some if I were to go to someone, um I actually wouldn't know who to go to. Usually like I, I like to see my business in myself and then like cause, yeah. cause I have that fear like if I say my business like I have people I could trust and that that won't say my business, but like I just have, like, that little small fear of moments, like, in my sleep out. It's not like I don't trust them, but, like, you know, stuff happens, like, it comes up. Yeah, I know, um, like, personally, I know when I'm in my little blues, like, I know um, it's something I have to kind of take care of. Like, even if, like, I mean, luckily I have people around me that, like, you know, by the universe's plan, they kind of come in when I need them. But I also do know that, like, even if they do come in and I'm not in the right headspace, I'll take it wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's always uh, good to talk to someone, you know? But, like, yeah. like I could always talk to Cruz, but, like, the problems I always have is, like, something that I know Cruz can, like, help me out with. Because, like, yeah. we just have different experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, Cruz will come up to me with, like, a bunch of, like, girl problems for some reason. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know why, but, um, yeah. yeah but he knows all my, my when I have, like, 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 heavy stuff, like, if I have, like, something, like, Maybe I could get like Cruz's insight on. I, I'll go to him because he has like like really good insights. I think it's different people for different. Yeah, things. yeah. it's like yeah. yeah. Honestly, Cruz is Cruz is a good shoulder to cry on. Like 
I remember months ago. You I remember? got enough clients, y'all. So don't <laughs> <be talking. laughs> He's <laughs> like, these books are closed. No, honestly, like, like I'm actually fully booked right now. I think that's when I felt that like I was that much more closer to you. I, I think I I had like faced my breaking point, and like me and Cruz are obviously really close, but at that point we weren't like tight. We weren't like mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell him everything in my life. And one day, like, I just faced a breaking point, looked at my phone, and I was like, fuck. And I called him and literally just, like, spewed my whole life story. Like, it was, like, a matter of, like, months, everything going on. And Cruz was like, I'm on my way. He was like, I'm literally on my way. And we hung out, and I just, like, told him everything that I'm just like, look, this is going on. And, like, I'm having so much on my plate trying to act like – and I think it's the imposter imposter? syndrome. Syndrome. There we go, yeah. Um, Where I was telling myself, like, you're fine. You can handle this. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And then once everything just started happening – like one after another, I was just like, screw, like screwing over myself. And Cruz was literally like, here's a solution to this, this and this and this, but you got to figure it out. You got to talk to people. You got to do this. Like he found a solution for every problem, but also like help me internalize, like, look, like this is the source of the problem. You need to like figure it out from there. Here's a solution. Oh God. <laughs> I don't okay. even want to look. Oh, yellow. I still got half a cup full, man. I'm Dude, right. he filled mine. Oh, he literally, I just, you're not driving. Start early. <laughs> anyway. I'm still going to yard house after this. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To kind of, I don't, thank you, Sabrina. I take that uh, very humbly. That Love you, big. But um, what's the word for it? Um, but, like, I, I do think, you know, I mean, obviously I'm religious, but God, universe, whatever you want to believe in, will guide you where you need to go, like, if you're at a breaking point. Yeah. Um, whether that's music or people or something like an outlet, I think that's kind of cool. Retail but therapy. Yeah, it's real. I mean, shoot. I feel like <laughs> I have like a really bad way of going about it because, like, for me, like drugs and alcohol are just my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're there. No. Um, I feel like whenever I go through things, like, I like to go through things by myself, but then also, too, it gets to the point where, like, I get really upset because then I feel like, oh my God, like, I have nobody, like, and nobody cares about me, like, and giving myself, like, my own little pity party. But at the same time, too, it's, like, I can't really blame anyone else for what I'm going through because I'm putting myself in that situation. I'm not going out of my way to talk to people or anything of that sort. So it's kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I do have some people that I could go to, but it's never really people that I have, like, full-on confidence to say, like, I'm going to tell you the whole entire story. Like, I will mention it, like, after I figured it all out already. Well, the thing is, too, like, I, like kind of like what Musashi said, like, I didn't take it offensively when he says I won't understand him because I won't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very true. Like, I have people that I'm super close to that, you know, I do talk about some of my issues or just everyday stuff with. But um, when it comes down to deep stuff, I feel like, yeah, like, only you know how to yeah. solve it. So why am I going to waste somebody else's time? If you ask me that question, I'll tell you shut up if I know it or if I don't mm-hmm. or if I experience it or not. But I think the other thing, too, is sometimes you're not ready for other people's inputs because you, no. yeah. 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 you already know. Like, you already know some people, like, it's either you get so someone baggage. else's input but that's like the best option because like the hardest part of like life is taking a step into therapy and a lot of people are not taking that first step into therapy because they're scared to take that step well i think that therapy is different but like yeah, your but other like, friend is equally as good i know <laughs> i know like, but uh, like going to your friends are easier than going to therapy therapy is yeah. really therapy is so beneficial I can though, it is honestly. but like I would everyone's say scared thing, to take that step see but one thing though talking to your friends that like aren't What's the word for it? Like bias, equipped. I know, but like, what I'm trying. What I'm saying. Like, what I'm saying is, a lot of your friends may be biased. What, what I'm trying to say is, like, going to your friends is way easier. Just talking to someone is just easier. Like, you yeah, just want to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you want to do. Sometimes you do need to unpack yeah. your stuff and like lay out all your pieces on the table and then put that puzzle back together. Just like yeah. you just got to speak to someone. You kind of want to have someone like to kind of like ground, like ground you and be like, okay, you know what, like. 
you're up here, but let's bring it down here because the way you're thinking about it is yeah. not as big as you really think it is. That's very true. It's yeah. also hard being someone else's burden too. Like yeah. you can have a million friends and you can designate like one person is like the friend for a certain subject. But when it comes to like your downfall, it's like it's hard to designate like who's going to be the person to pick you up from there and who's going to be the person to like keep you there and like manipulate it not in a sense where they're like wishing the worst on you mm -hmm. it's just they're not seeking the outcome that you're going to be wanting either yeah but it's still like something you could consider it because yeah. Yeah, it's, be it's better to have like, it's up. better to have yeah, like another yeah. person it's better to have another person's opinion and talk than just yeah. having your own and just drowning and committing to it because then true. you have other options you know and like big psa check in on your strongest friend Oh, yep. yep. 10 out of 10. Do it. It's 10 real. 10 10, yeah. I'll put Cruz's phone number on the description. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call 554. Cruz, like, goddamn, <laughs> got a whole client list. Cruz is going to go from being a teacher to a counselor. Yeah, no, <laughs> man. I, yeah but no. it's, it's crazy, though, when you guys were saying about, like, you know, go to therapy. Like, everyone has, like, different experiences with therapy. Like, oh, yeah. at least I feel like for me, I could say, like, when I first went to therapy, like, I couldn't even talk to my therapist. I had to be facing the wall. Like, and I couldn't even look my therapist in the face to even talk about what I wanted to talk about. That's what confessional got well, you ready for. Do you, do you <laughs> <laughs> do you want to explain to them how, like how you took that first step into therapy because a lot of people are s literally like even my mom and my like my mom is like scared to go to therapy because like she doesn't know how the first step is always going to be like mm -hmm. like do you want to explain to like the people watching like how to take that first step i'm or, like, like uh do i get real personal <laughs> it's up to you i'm just asking like what's the best what way to take that first I step mean, yeah like i mean i i'll be like an open book because i mean we're on this like we're ha we're having a platform now you know like this is like a really great way to be able to like bring attention to mental health like the first time I went to therapy it was me it like it came from me being really suicidal at one point and that would have been my third attempt so it was really one of those things where it was like you know what like I have a mom I have a sister like I don't ever want them to see you know like see me in that type of way where it's like okay like that's it like I no longer have this person here you know and so um it was really, it was really tough, you know, trying to like accept that for yourself and be like, you know what, like I do have a problem and I do need to go figure it out. Like, you know, it is scary to say, you know, I, I need to go to therapy or I need the help. I need to get medicated. Like, it's not something you should be ashamed of. It should be something that you should be open with yourself and saying, Hey, like if I need help, I hope I have someone along the way who could help me and help guide me into those things. I actually went to my first therapy session on campus oh, wow. yeah nice. on i campus. heard a lot of campuses like in college campus they have a lot of therapy but like it just like i said people are scared to take that step yeah it's pretty like, taboo it's very taboo yeah, yeah it's like i had to talk about it with my doctor and she was like you know what like therapy would be a really great thing for you like let me make you a recommendation i did it but everyone is different. They don't handle things the same way as others. I went to two therapy sessions and I said, you know what? I don't need therapy. Like I can figure it out on my own, but that's just me on a personal level. Like, so if there's anyone out there that thinks like, hey, you know what? Like maybe I'm spiraling. Maybe this isn't the way I wanted to go about things. Like definitely look into therapy. Therapy changes a lot of things for you and puts a lot of things into perspective. And it makes you see things in a different light, you know, like there's going to be like, you may think you have a lot of negatives, but along the way you end up learning that like those negatives can turn into a positive and there is hope. Like, you know, you can definitely change things around, you know, it may not be like a quick 180, you know, like, Oh my God, I feel like an entirely different person, but you end up building up on it where it's like, okay, you know what? Like 
I do feel okay now, you know, like I don't feel as terrible as I did before, how I did six months ago, two weeks ago, you know, like it, there's always something for everyone. It also comes down to like, like I said, it's like a first step, but then once you take that first step, it's like you're talking to a complete stranger, an adult. I think that's what makes it easier though. Yeah. Yeah, At some point it does make it easier, but it's like, I feel like when you talk to someone like a whole nother person that you don't know, you gotta like start from well, beginning like it's, it's to hard yeah. you know like i mean like when you yeah. go to therapy you can't just you're not gonna put your whole life out there you know like obviously i feel like too. i gotta build my storyline with that person <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i gotta write a book well i think that's um, how it is huh i, yeah. I think it's diff- i think therapy is good because like in a sense it gives you an unbiased person outside looking in mm-hmm. and i know a big fear people have like about talking about their issues is kind of like i don't want to tell people because then they're gonna have this whole idea of me now or not even like have like a whole idea it's just more so like sometimes people are afraid to hear that like what they're doing is wrong yeah you know like they like rejection and um how do i say it well i guess yeah like just being told that you know like hey what you're doing is wrong you shouldn't be doing that like a lot of people are scared to hear that because they've never been told that by somebody you know and it's a big thing that like it also comes with growth like once you start accepting things for what they are and how you're going about it and you see the way you're moving with life you kind of see like okay you know maybe this wasn't the way i should have went about it and i should do this or x y and z and you know you just end up like seeing things in a different light yeah yeah very true with that being said we have time for, we could either end the podcast or we could have time for one more. We could end the podcast with this or we could just have time for one more. Let's end it on a positive note. Yeah, let's get, let's get, Wait, is it a positive note? We're a little too deep with my, <laughs> yeah, okay, with uh, my experience. Nah, it was all good stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, maybe I'll end it up with this. Um, what would you guys want? For your last meal on earth. Jesus. <laughs> really? I thought it was going to be like yeah. something sentimental. What would you yeah. offer your last meal? Yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, man. Oh we end up God. with food. Right, so I get all those rolls from te- no, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. With the cinnamon butter. Uh, so let's say, let's say you're on a death row. I'm on death row. What did I and do? then it's your last day on earth. And you, get, you know how like death row on your last day, you get to choose whatever you want to like. You get to have your own meal. What's my crime? What did I do? <laughs> and you're on death row. So you. Mass murder. Some serial killers. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, Mine would be a baked potato with <laughs> cheese, <laughs> bacon, chives, um, a bacon wrap filet mignon, you mashed potatoes with gravy, and the drink would be, I would have a fruit punch, high seat, and a Sprite. And then on the side, I would have a carrot cake and a tiramisu. Hey, Sabrina's mommy for watching this. I'm sorry. <laughs> she should be picking your meal. She should be picking your so cooking as your oh last meal on earth. Your meal should be the last meal on earth. She picked baked potatoes over your cooking. <laughs> no, mom, I'd love your radio again. But I mean, she's lying. She doesn't want she that. She can't lie. be there with me on death row. It has to she'll be like make a. She'll make it. Damn well, your mom would cook some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she would she'll cr- like, she'll crawl out of her grave. My mom's mom's got the best cooking in the world. Gotta say that. I w- I'm very excited to try that one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Basashi, what's yours? I would have to say I honestly would probably have my mom cook for me. Like, I mean, the day I came on Earth, like she's the one that fed me the first meal and like the food. From what I can remember, like any sort of like cooking from her, I'll, I'll accept it. And then I'll probably end up with like. I don't know if I had. Are we allowed to have drugs at the end? Or <laughs> 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 you're on death row. Oh, like, like, you're not even gonna feel it. 
No, I remember somebody told me they wanted to have edibles <laughs> as their last meal. Oh, my God. But no, nah, uh, I'll have my mom's cooking, and then I like to be very uh, culture, like, culture, so I'll probably have, like, an horchata and, like, michi. I think like your culture. <laughs> <laughs> my, my culture, I'll have... I have plenty of that for my mom's cooking. There you go. There you go. But dessert-wise, um, I don't know. Dessert? <laughs> I'm gonna have a five-star, like full-on course meal. Oh yep. I'm gonna have the A5 Wagyu beef. Ooh, oh, a whole steak. Uh, I like to I like to cook it myself. You know. I'll okay. probably, I think like, my honestly, honestly my last meal. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. for my last meal, I'll probably want to have it with my mom. Like we eat it together, cook it together, and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll probably have it like that. My mom's a big person in my yeah. life if she's alive by the time i'm in death row let's hope you don't make death <laughs> <Yeah>. row <laughs> let's hope you don't get there i yeah. mean this is hypothetically all right now what's yours now she said like baked potatoes <laughs> it would definitely baked sweet have potatoes. to be like a big ass a tray of lasagna what? made by like someone's 91 year old like italian person. grandmother <laughs> like authentic as shit like that's what i want you know nona pia <laughs> <laughs> that with like you know that like little what is, oh my gosh well it would probably be like a small side of like mac and cheese with like the little Ooh. like breadcrumbs oh like, there's like the bacon pieces i think what about from wahoo's fuck that can you please can you please like blurp that out or bleep it out from don't, uh, let, people, don't, don't let people know where i work i like guillermo likes me don't worry anyways uh, um i guess yet. if you go to wahoo's best thing to get would definitely be an outer reef burrito carne asada pinto beans white rice instead of the green sauce put new mexico ranch or chili lime sauce Make it and wet. then wet it with green sauce jesus Damn. gonna copy and paste that later but other than that i mean i've been there for six years so i really hate hey, I, there. their asada fries are good i'm not gonna lie their, <laughs> their asada, nachos are bomb their asada fries hit all right, we guys got me hungry now talking about all this food. I guess we could well, after after this. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. I do not want to be back again after being there all day. You get that Chris, what's yours? Uh, death row meal. That's a hard one. For some reason, I'm craving teppanyaki right now. Ooh. So I would say some bacon fried rice, right? Ooh. Okay, here we some bacon fried rice. Mm -hmm. I want a filet mignon, but like not one of them little ones. Like, it's my last meal. Give me <laughs> I, I would have sworn your last yeah. meal would have been like a HelloFresh. Uh, Cook it by yourself. Oh, uh, by Hello. Hey, uh, <laughs> those are hella bomb. HelloFresh. The sponsor. Said, hell, those are bomb. Uh, those are bomb. Not going to lie. Uh, okay, so where was I at? Filet mignon, mm -hmm. bacon fried rice, um, twice baked potato. What's up with baked potatoes crispy. here? Baked potatoes are just I, fire, you have to have dude. A starch, I feel Extra like mm -hmm. uh, some rice pilaf because it got to be a complete meal. All right. uh, but before that, before that, I want a Caesar salad, my favorite salad. Mm -hmm. um, Caesar Belmont. Uh, yeah, Caesar Belmont. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the main course. Dessert, cheesecake. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, wait. So I do. I did have a question, um, and I think it's like a good way to tie us up. Like this was an entertaining question, but I think it like keeps this episode a little more sentimental um who is someone that means a lot to you and why my mom <laughs> yeah my mom means a lot to me that's my yeah, what do you mean by that you want to have like parental or like a significant other or like a human being Could be anyone like anyone like anyone in your life that like has made an, like an influence like influential to you there's a handful, I could say. Is we give a shout? I want to give a shout to my boy Ron. Ron. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. J420. Just start naming people. Um, I don't know. Because parents are parents are always given for that. Like they're going to be 
like that person. That's yeah. going to be a big impact. I, I want to like, say parents are number one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's kind of hard to compare anybody to that, like especially like when you have like really good parents. Um, but I would say somebody for me is my godfather. Uh, shout out to Uncle Fernie out there. So he's that like uh, been up to the penitentiary twice, mm-hmm. uh, in and out of jail, uh, former drug addict, probably still drug addict. But um, <laughs> like he's That's one right? of those. He's one of those people that show, he's a, he's in a, like a rehab center right now. But he also uh, he's one of those people that showed me like um, you don't have to be perfect to be a good person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't have to be you know look nice and be clean to have good intentions. And even though you know he did all kinds of stupid stuff, um, <laughs> he still was always supportive. Always you know had that message of like don't be like me. You're better than this. And he always had that like when you win I win type thing. So that was always very, like, super, you know, inspirational. I can see that. Naomi? Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, if we have to exclude my mom. I say you can include, because mine's my mom. Well, well, like, okay, my, what's outside I of your like mom? I feel like that's, like, outside of my mom, but, like, within my friend group and, like, people that I've met along the way, definitely has to be Fonzie. That's my favorite person. That's, like, my best friend, my big bro. How is the texting him? It's, like... You know what? <laughs> what did you score for vocabulary? <laughs> <laughs> one. But yeah, definitely Fonzie has to be like one of my big people that I like definitely appreciate just because of the amount of things that like he's like counseled me in and yeah. like, you know, kind of just like getting me on like the good path in life and good direction because there was times where like I did spiral and, you know, he told me the things I needed to hear and I didn't want to hear. But, you know, he definitely helped shape me like my Help shape, like, my growing years of, like, becoming an adult. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Do we have to skip the parent? Like, does that have to be someone outside of our parents? Uh, yeah. Like I said, that. parents are pretty different. What's your outside of a parent, though? Um, I think someone that's really influential in my life is my my godmother, my Tia Lipa. She was um, from my dad's side of the family. And, like, that's kind of, like, a touchy subject because, like, I cut my dad out of my life, like, years ago, like, beginning of college ending of high school and with that like you think that like you cut someone out of your life that like you cut that side of the family and that woman was literally like was and is everything in my life like she's like a second mom to me because every accomplishment I've ever made in my life she's been there like I remember my oh god I don't want to get emotional you're good take your time my college graduation I thought it was like a it's obviously like a big accomplishment and I didn't want any involvement of like him in my life to feel like I achieved that because of him and I think my like the invitations the first people that were there like she was in my mind like one of the first people there and I remember seeing her from my high school graduation my competitions um messaging me every birthday every um kids day like every celebration I've never missed a call never missed a text and she's the only family member that has never missed to tell us like that we're still family and I remember seeing her at my graduation party and knowing that like I felt complete knowing that like I wasn't left by her and I think that woman's just like made me feel so like whole to think that like I wasn't left behind because she just, like, loves us so dearly. Like, me and my sisters, like, she's known every little detail of her life, and she'll never pass that. I can't imagine Cruz with that hair. 
Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> not a blonde. It looks like one of those, um, I forgot, like those white, white rock stars. It's the, yeah, so wait, like, it's the like TikTok the, audio. Wait, wait, Did you just call me mullet daddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, seafood boils. And he oh, was like, yeah. Say, let's get it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I look like uh, Chris Griffin from Family Guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how she ended up with us. Well, what's, what's the person, besides your parents, you'd say has been uh, you know, influential? Uh, I want to say influential, but like it's for me to like, keep going you know since i'm not from here like it like my dad's out of the story my mom's like the one that's holding me up still like going to college doing my master's but the person i could like that keeps me going like don't question for my like um restrictions of being here since i'm not from here um is like tommy and his whole entire family like i don't, I don't know how it happened but like naturally we just started hanging out and the next thing you know i'm like like every week, every month, I'm at his mom's place, doing like a birthday party. All of a sudden, I just got included into it. Like it just happened so naturally, but like they don't, they don't care for like if I'm from here or not. Like they just they accept me as like I'm like one of theirs, and I'm still doing my school. They ask me how I'm doing in school, and then it just keeps me going. Like when it, like I tell myself like once I get these degrees, it's like it's not just for myself. It's like everyone has been there from for me from like like the struggles I've gone through like how how much how expensive it is and how I'm still doing it because I'm here for school and education but at the same time like that's the only reason I'm able to stay here as long as I am right now because in reality a year ago I should have been gone by now but instead like being with them it, I was like you know I kind of want to stay here longer so I <laughs> apply for master's and then hopefully with this ma uh, master's um once I get it it leads me to getting like a work visa green card hopefully I can stay you know for like rest of my life so, like, and they're kind of, like, the people I really, um, what is it called? Um, lean on. Lean on. Not lean on, but, like. Kind of like a support system. Yeah, like a support system. But, like, I really, um, I really respect it, like, how they are and how they treat me and stuff. Definitely. That'll yeah, I, like I said, I would drink to that, but I'm kind of done with my drink. Here, yeah, yeah. you gave me a whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, thank you. Yeah, Cheers. Cheers. All right, well. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude our podcast for the 5% Podcast. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I'll put the link on the description below. And this is your host, Musashi. We got Dora the Explorer. We got Rocky <laughs> Huntington. Okay. And then we got Cookie Cruise. All right, y'all. Until next week. Bye. Laters. Bye. <laughs> Thank God for the glasses. Dora oh the Explorer. Right, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> we could keep these here, though. Hell oh, no, Mickey, you're so fine. Make... You're so fine. You think I'm throwing away because uh, I'm right there in the trash already. Yeah, I got too much shit in there. So bright in here. Emotional oh. damage. Yeah, that, thing, that thing got my ear.